0: What's up, people? It's the Business of Everyday podcast with Achoo Abinua. Keep listening. Keep listening. Sharing your life's message. God has given us a life message to share. Those who believe in the Son of God have the testimony of God in them. 1 John 5.10 Hello there, and welcome to the Business of Everyday podcast. My name is Sajwa Binewa, but I'm sure you've also heard some guests on this podcast address me by the name Priscilla and Pat Berry. I respond to all of that, but people who call me Binewa have a very special place in my heart. <laughs> That's just by the way. So today we are talking about how we can share our life message as part of our 40 days of purpose journey. When you become a believer, you also become God's messenger. God wants to speak to the world through us. How? You may be asking. <laughs> Don't worry. This episode of the podcast is all about the how. You may feel that you do not have anything to share. But that's the devil trying to keep you silent. You have a storehouse of experiences that God wants to use to bring others into his family. The Bible says, those who believe in the Son of God have the testimony of God in them. The word must certainly go out, but the devil does not wish for that to happen. So he would help you find many reasons and excuses why you cannot go. One of the reasons I was so afraid or reluctant in sharing the word with people was that I felt I didn't know much of the word. I mean, what if someone asks a question and I'm unable to answer? What if I fall short? How would they see me? An unequipped saint and that doesn't speak well of the one who sent me. So yeah, let me stay back and study When I feel, you know, equipped enough, I'll set out. Also, I didn't think I had a message. I mean, my life experiences, I didn't think it was anything someone would want to listen to. But fast forward, I know that all the things I've experienced and will continue to experience as long as I live. God allows me to have them because he's got a purpose for them. And I understand that clearly now. If you will, take it as your life message has four parts to it. Your testimony, that is, the story of how you began a relationship with Jesus. Our life message includes our testimony, yeah. Our testimony of the story of how Christ has made a difference in our lives. This is the essence of witnessing. Simply sharing your personal experiences regarding the Lord. In the Purpose Driven Life book, Rick Warren makes such a powerful statement and I quote, In a courtroom, a witness isn't expected to argue the case, prove the truth or press for a verdict. That is the job of the attorneys. Witnesses simply report what happened to them or what they saw. And this reminds me of the woman at the world's encounter with Jesus. She went to tell people what she experienced, the things the man told her. The very secret things that the man told her was what she went out proclaiming. Come see a man who has told me everything about me. This is what she went to share. And not, I mean, any scripture. So there's a place and there's a time and there's a specific word that will meet people at the point of need. And that is what will draw them to listen to the word that you have for them. Jesus said, You will be my witnesses, not you will be my attorney. He wants us to share our story with others. You know, sharing our testimony is an essential part of our mission on earth because it is unique. Personally, whenever I experience something good, I'm always looking for someone to share that joy with. So I'll call my friends to tell them about it and possibly to encourage them to also try it out themselves. So I thought to myself, if I'm able to do this, Why can't I do the very important thing of sharing the gospel, the good news with those who need to hear it the most? I feel like there are so many approaches, you know, that works for sharing um, the gospel. Personally, I really do not appreciate that much when preachers, you know, preach and all they do is tell stories from one story to the other about, you know, themselves and I mean, all of that. And the reason why I'm saying this is that at the end of the service, you meet one or two people, ask them, what did you really hear today? And there's nothing they are really taking home apart from, you know, how the person made them feel. They loved all the lessons in the sermon away. And I feel like that isn't good enough. So personally, I do not think this approach works best in the setting of believers, but in sharing with others, especially unbelievers, I believe it works well. I mean, Personal stories are even easier to relate to than principles, and people love to hear them. In fact, shared stories build a relational bridge that Jesus can walk across from our hearts to theirs. Another thing is, people who won't accept the authority of the Bible will listen to a humble personal story. That is why on six different occasions, we find that Paul used his testimony to share the gospel instead of quoting scripture. The Bible says, Be ready at all times to answer anyone who asks you to explain the hope you have in you, but do it with gentleness and respect. There's a way to get the most out of your testimony and that is to write it out and then perhaps memorize the main points. So you could actually divide it into four parts and that would be what your life was like before you met Jesus how you realized that you needed Jesus, how you committed your life to Jesus and the difference Jesus has made in your life. Of course, you have many other testimonies beside your salvation story. You have a story for every experience in which God has helped you. So, what you can also do is to make a list of all the problems, circumstances, and crises that God has brought you through. Then, be sensitive and use the story that your unbelieving friend will relate to best. Different situations call for different testimonies. (laughs) I think John 3.16 is one of the most abused scriptures. You alone everyone you meet for God to love the world that He gave I mean let's be creative and sensitive to the spirit leading in matters like these and allow him to remind and use our experiences also to reach others because one thing I know is that God doesn't waste experiences if He's brought us through it he certainly has a purpose for it I mean having to share your personal um testimony your personal story with others it is even easier you flow so well and when people see all the passion with which you speak about your story I mean who can tell your story best than yourself and so if you are telling a story about how your life has been transformed by Jesus through certain situations and circumstances you know that life brought your way And the person you're speaking to, imagine that person is also currently going through the same thing. The person will just listen and be willing. At that point, their heart is already receptive to the word that you know is going to follow. So let us be very sensitive and creative, as I mentioned earlier, in how we share uh, the gospel with others. So that's it for sharing your testimony. The second thing is our life lessons. And the most important lessons God has taught us yes our life message includes our life lessons these are the truths that god has taught us from experiences with him these are lessons and insights we have learned about god relationships problems temptations and other aspects of life while it is wise to learn from experiences (laughs) it is wiser to learn from experiences of others there isn't enough time to learn everything in life by trial and error We must learn from the life lessons of one another. The Bible says, A warning given by an experienced person to someone willing to listen is more valuable than jewelry made of the finest gold. So with this also, what you can do is to write down the major life lessons you have learned so you can share them with others. You know, we should be grateful Solomon did this. Because it gave us the books of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, which are filled with practical lessons on living. Imagine how much needless frustration could be avoided if we learned from each other's life's lessons. A good trait exhibited by mature people is developing the habit of extracting lessons from everyday experiences. And I encourage you to make a list of your life's lessons. And you can start from here. What has God taught you from failure? What has God taught you from a lack of money? What has God taught you from pain or sorrow or even depression? What has God taught you through waiting? What has God taught you through illness? What has God taught you from disappointments? What have you learned from your family, your church, your relationships, your small groups, and even your critics? Moving on to the third, our godly passions. The issues God shaped you to care most about. Yeah. Our live message includes sharing our godly passions. You know God is a very passionate God. He passionately loves some things and passionately hates other things. As we grow closer to him, he gives us a passion for something he cares about deeply so that we can be the spokesperson for him in the world. It may be a passion about a problem, a purpose, a principle, or a group of people. So whatever that is, we would definitely feel compelled to speak up about it and do what we can to make a difference. As I earlier said, you know, we cannot keep ourselves from talking about what we care about the most. Jesus said, A man's heart determines his speech. That's right. Two examples are David who said, My zeal for God and his work burns hot within me. And Jeremiah when he says that, The word of the Lord is like fire shut up in my bones and I cannot keep silent. God gives some people a godly passion to champion a cause. It is often a problem they personally experienced, such as abuse, addiction, infertility, depression, a disease, or some other difficulty. Sometimes God gives people a passion to speak up for a group of people who can't speak for themselves. They're unborn, they're persecuted, they're poor, they're imprisoned, they're mistreated, they're disadvantaged, and those who are denied justice. The Bible is filled with commands to defend the defenseless, so it isn't far from right. Actually, it is right to be doing all these things. God uses passionate people to further his kingdom. Yes, he may give you a godly passion for starting new churches, strengthening families, or training Christian leaders. You may be given a godly passion for reaching a particular group of people with a gospel, perhaps businessmen, teenagers, foreigners, young mothers, the youth, or those with a particular you know hobby or sport. If you would ask God, He would definitely bed in your heart with a specific country or ethnic group that desperately needs a strong Christian witness, wherever it may be. God gives us different passions so that everything He wants done in the world will be done. We should not expect everyone else to be passionate about What we are passionate about. Yes, this one. Do not expect that everyone will be passionate about what you are passionate about. That is not their mission. That is not their message. That is not their call. It is your call. Only you feel the way you feel and how you feel it. I don't know if this (laughs) makes sense. But yeah, you are the best person to really push what God has put in your heart. No one else can do it as you will because your story is unique. But you know what else we can do? We must listen to and value each other's life message because nobody can say it all. Never belittle someone else's godly passion. The Bible says it is fine to be zealous provided the purpose is good. And finally, the good news, the message of salvation. Our life message includes the good news. Now, What is the good news? The good news simply shows how God makes people right with himself. The good news is that when we trust God's grace to save us through what Jesus did, our sins are forgiven. We get a purpose for living and we are promised a future home in heaven. But all the training in the world won't motivate you to witness for Christ until you learn to love lost people the way God does. God has never made a person he didn't love. Everybody matters to him. There's this uh, project that my friends and I work on, and it is called the Mission Project, where we reach out to specific people um, in the society. And, you know, the tagline we use is, no soul is a liability. And so the people that we may look down upon, the people that may not be physically attractive the people that we wouldn't want to get close to because of one reason or the other those are the people that we were targeting to reach them with the gospel not just the gospel alone but also meeting them at the point of their need so yes everybody matters to him and we must care about unbelievers because god does love leaves no choice I'm not a parent yet, but I have seen to some extent what parents are willing to go through for the sake of their children. A parent will run into a burning building to save a child because their love for the child is greater than their fear. If you've been afraid to share the good news with those around you, ask God to fill your heart with his love for them. The Bible says, God does not want anyone to be lost but He wants all people to change their hearts and lives. As long as you know one person who doesn't know Christ, you must keep praying for them, serving them in love and sharing the good news with them. Our mission field is all around us. (laughs) We shouldn't miss the opportunity God has given us. The Bible says that we should make the most of our chances to tell others the good news. We should be wise in all our contact with them. Is anyone going to be in heaven because of you? Will anyone in heaven be able to say to you, I want to thank you. I'm here because you cared enough to share the good news with me. Imagine the joy of greeting people in heaven whom you helped get there. (laughs) What a glorious sight that would be. And what joy. The eternal salvation of a single soul Is more important than anything else we will ever achieve in life because really, only people are going to last forever. God wants to say something to the world through us. Here I am, Lord, send me. Can we confidently speak these words into the ears of God? Hmm. You have a message. I have a message. And that message is very unique one that has potential of transforming lives. So don't keep it to yourself. Don't keep mute. God is counting on you. Thank you for joining today i hope you've received insight that adds positively to your life you can engage me on social media at the ajwa benewa and join our discussion channel by searching the business of everyday on telegram until the next episode same time tomorrow it's bye for now